This is your moment, your time to shine, your comeback. You're ready for the next step in your career, and you want an education employers respect. So you're not just going back to school. You're coming back with Purdue Global. Backed by Purdue University, one of the nation's most respected public universities, Purdue Global is built for people who bring their life experience into the online classroom. Purdue Global, Purdue's online university for working adults. Start your comeback today at purdueglobal.edu. Focus Features presents Back to Black. I want people to hear my voice and just forget their troubles. Experience the music and her story. Know this. I ain't no spy girl. Like never before. That's my daughter. That's my Amy. On the big screen. I want to be remembered. For just being me. Amy Winehouse. Back to Black. Directed by Sam Taylor Johnson. Rated R. Under 17. Not a minute without parent. Only in theaters May 17th. When you have health insurance, it's easy to forget about your out-of-pocket costs. That can be a lot of money. But are your bills accurate? Well, it's estimated that over 50% of medical bills contain errors. HealthLock can help you. HealthLock technology securely connects with your insurance and flags any overbilling, wrong codes, and fraud. You can even have HealthLock work on your behalf to get money back from select past bills. To date, HealthLock has helped its members save over $130 million. So to save, visit HealthLock.com today. That's HealthLock.com today. Good morning, peeps, and welcome to Woke AF Daily with me, your girl, Danielle Moody, recording from the home bunker. Folks, I'm going to be honest with you. This week has been pretty shitty, and I am still, as I'm sure many of you are, emotionally reeling from Monday's school shooting. You know, I am at what feels like my wit's end. If you haven't seen the viral video of the mother from Nashville, Tennessee, who stood before cameras that were down in Tennessee, you know, once again at the latest school shooting, and she said, aren't you tired of this? Aren't you exhausted by this? And just went off on, you know, the fact that this nation is addicted to guns, doesn't want gun reform, the fact that she is a survivor of a mass shooting. And, you know, I have been in tears multiple times since Monday because I, like you, am just fucking exhausted. I listen to... Republicans say things like, oh, there's nothing we can do. And I'm just like, fix your fucking language. Because what you should say is that you don't want to do anything. Right? Oh, thoughts and prayers. Oh, let's blame it on this. Let's blame it on that. Were there doors? Every single school shootings has been at the hands of an AR-15. The school shooter in Tennessee bought seven fucking guns. Seven. Legally. The fuck you need with seven guns for? That's not a red flag? 
No, because Tennessee doesn't have red flags anymore. Because Governor Lee said, ah, fuck it. You don't need a permit. You don't need to do anything. Right? You can walk into any place and get a gun in the way that you walk into 7-Eleven and get a fucking Slurpee or a pack of gum. They want to remove books from the shelves because books and learning, education and critical thinking, that's what's really dangerous. Imagination and dress up, that's the thing that is going to threaten your child. But the AR-15 that they are staring down the fucking barrel of, no, that they can't do anything about. In Utah, they just passed legislation to regulate social media of those under the age of 18 between 10.30 p.m. and 6.30 a.m. Because in Utah, it's fucking China. So you can regulate social media. You can have bipartisan conversations about getting rid of TikTok and banning it nationwide, but banning an AR-15 that's fucking mowing kids down in their classrooms? Oh, that you can't do anything about. You have... Members of Congress that pose in front of a Christmas tree with their children in AR-15s. That doesn't get Child Protective Services called on you? No, but getting gender-affirming care for your child, that's what we need to be paying attention to. But indoctrinating them into fucking gun culture? No, that's okay. Do you see how sick this fucking country is? And I just... You know, I, there are days, folks, there are days when I struggle. I struggle to get out of bed. I struggle to turn on the mic. I struggle to push through. And I think that we are doing too much pushing through. And like I called for yesterday on Mary Trump's show, we need a national boycott. Everyone needs to refuse to work, to shut down and grind this country to a fucking halt. Every single teacher and every single school district across this country needs to refuse to go to work. Every single bus driver, every single principal, crossing guard, school nurse, guidance counselor, every single sanitation worker, nurse, doctor, every single clerical person, all of the bank workers, Every single person at a grocery store, a big box store. We need to grind our country to a fucking halt until Republican politicians decide to take their fucking nose out of the NRA's ass and do what their constituents voted for them to do, which is supposedly to protect their fucking kids. They want to gerrymander and voter suppress so that they stay in office so that they can keep getting bankrolled by the gun lobby. They don't give a fuck about you. They don't give a fuck about your kids. They are not a pro-life party. They are pro-death and anti-child. Because there's no way that you have a member of Congress look reporters in the face and say there's nothing we can do. Things are going to happen. Oh, we can't stop a person with a gun. You can take away the fucking gun. That's what you can do. I just, you know, I get to the place where it's like the tears are both from sadness and grief, but they're also just from rage. 
Like I just, I want body bags. The thousands of body bags delivered to every Republican member's house. Right? I want massive boycotts and protests. I want to shut this country down because they're not listening. And the more that we take and just go back to fucking normal and walk around and go to work and go back to school and just go about our days and there are children that are dead, not from cancer, not from a car accident, but from preventable fucking gun violence. This shouldn't be an every week occurrence. There have been more mass shootings this year than days on the fucking calendar and every year it gets worse. The only time that we didn't have school shootings was during COVID, during quarantine. What the fuck does that tell you? Uh, I don't know. I don't know. Coming up next uh, is a conversation that I pre-recorded with my friend, the executive director of LGBTQ Task Force, Kara Johnson. And this conversation is about the targets that the Republicans are placing on the backs of our community and the threats that we face and what we can do about it. That conversation with Kara Johnson is coming up next. Me. Focus Features presents Back to Black. I want people to hear my voice and just forget their troubles. Experience the music and her story. Know this. I ain't no spy girl. Like never before. That's my daughter. That's my Amy. On the big screen. I want to be remembered. For just being me. Amy Winehouse, Back to Black, directed by Sam Taylor Johnson. Rated R, under 17, not a minute without parent. Only in theaters May 17th. This is it, your moment. This is your time to make your comeback with Purdue Global. When you come back with a Purdue Global degree, you create opportunity for yourself, your family, and your future. It's a degree you can be proud of, a degree that employers will trust and respect. Purdue Global offers working adults like you over 175 flexible degree programs to meet your specific career goals. These include associate, bachelor's, master's, and doctoral degrees and certificates. Purdue Global degree programs range from nursing to business to communication and more. Whatever your interest, we have the degree that will move you forward. You have the knowledge. You have the experience. Now it's time to get credit for the work you've done and earn the recognition you deserve with Purdue Global. Purdue's online university for working adults. You know you're worth it. We do too. So don't wait another second to get the degree that will take your career to the next level. Start your comeback today at purdueglobal.edu. If a new house is on your wish list in the next five years, grow your savings faster and experience your dreams with an Ohio Homebuyer Plus account from Kemba Financial Credit Union, a savings account specifically designed to save for a new home where you can earn 7% APY, a $500 matching bonus, and a $1,500 mortgage closing cost credit. Learn more at Kemba.org. Offer expires March 31st, 2025. APY equals annual percentage yield. Restrictions apply. NMLS 292230. Equal housing lender. Federally insured by NCUA. 
Folks, I am very happy to welcome back to Woke AF Daily my friend, uh, the executive director of the LGBTQ task force, Kiara Johnson, who you have no doubt seen, heard on the steps of the Supreme Court on channels like MSNBC, talking about the onslaught of attacks and the targeting of the LGBTQ community that we are seeing. Kiara, before we even jump in, you know, I want to ask you person to person, black queer woman to black queer woman, how are you feeling? You know, I feel like I have so many emotions in any given day. Um, you know, on one hand, I get so much, I get, I have so much hope about what's possible, right? When I, when I see, um, more LGBTQ folks, organizations working, you know, across movements, right, with, you know, immigrant rights organizations and and women's rights organizations, poverty organizations, um, more young people coming out and they're coming out um, in larger numbers and, and, and at younger ages. Um, and then I, I can't help but have a pit in my stomach, you know, it, it's hard to believe that in 2023 we are seeing the onslaught of attacks and 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 in so many different ways um, across the country on every facet of our community. It makes me nauseous. It makes me nervous. Um, but it also has really lit a fire under me too. You know, I will tell you that. Nothing has really prepared me, right, for this backslide Mm. in acceptance and just equity, right? I was one of the people who, like you, have been on the front lines for LGBTQ equality, have used their platform for a variety of things. And I was lulled, like many after we watched the White House go rainbow in 2015 into complacency that like we were on an upswing. We were on, you know, we were this, we were going to be visited upon all the successes that our predecessors had fought so valiantly to get us to. And now I feel in many ways we have had the wind literally, figuratively kicked out of us right? Mm -hmm. And pulled from underneath our wings and in our sails. And so while you say you feel like you have a fire ignited in you, there are many people who, you know, reach out to me on social media and they're like, Danielle, I just don't have the energy. I don't have the strength. I feel worn out. I feel hopeless. And so to that, what do you say? I, I feel that I hear, I hear that too. Um, and the, the reality is, is that, you know, we are not powerful only as individuals. We're powerful as a collective, right? We're powerful as a community. We are powerful being aligned, right? That also, that's the way we stay resilient too. It's not that everybody has to do everything all the time forever and always, right? We have to figure out for ourselves and within the context of community, 
what's our piece of the fight right now? And remember that we're connected to elders in this movement who are in their 60s, 70s, 80s, right? Who have, who who are ready to jump back into this fight in various ways. Um, we are connected to teens and 20-somethings and 30-somethings who are also fired up and looking to take part in this battle, in these fights. And so I think the I think the 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 most dangerous thing our opposition can do, what and it is what they are trying to do is to make us feel isolated, Mm -hmm. make us feel alone, make us feel like we don't have power, make us feel like we are undeserving of of the rights that we're demanding, of the love that that should just be ours by virtue of being human. Um, And if we can if we can remind ourselves that we are not alone and in fact this onslaught of attacks is in reaction to us winning, in reaction to our progress, I think I, I think we can we can really pull this out. Yeah, I feel that. And I feel the. You know, I think that anger is a really powerful emotion, right, mm-hmm. as, as many people who listen to Woke AF <laughs> come here for. Uh, which is the level of rage that I project on a daily basis. But I do, I think it's powerful. I think it, I think if utilized as a tool, right, it can force levers and mechanisms and break systems wide open, right? And I feel, Kiera, that we are in a system-breaking moment, right? Mm-hmm. And we're in a system-breaking moment because they were never meant to hold us, Right. LGBTQ people, people of color, people from marginalized communities. In this breaking open, though, do you feel like there needs to be a full-on sledgehammer destruction in order for a new to grow out of that, right? Like, is there a way that we mend this or is it in need of full breaking? I think what you're talking about is so, um, it's so critical. I mean, I think we do have to get angry. I also think being angry and being hopeful are not mutually exclusive, right? Mm -hmm. Those things live together, right? They work in tandem, right? It's, it's, it's how we decide what we're going to do with the anger, right? Um, we can, we can use our anger to destroy and be done, Right. Or we can use our anger to destroy and also, right, have that hope in our back pocket that's going to help us build, right, and generate and evolve. And so I, I do think so many of our systems have to be, as to use your, your word, sledgehammered, right? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um, so many of the systems, right, that are in play right now are not working for us, right? I mean, the foster care system is a really great example of that. Um, Black and brown and indigenous kids are falling through the cracks. Um, There are all of these homes, you know, willing, loving homes waiting for kids that never see children enter their enter their homes our education system all we have to do is look at florida and know that the education system is 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 a joke 
It's a joke. We've got to start over and put people at the center of these systems and institutions again. Um, And I do think there's an outside and an inside strategy. I think there are short-term and long-term strategies. I don't think we have to throw the baby out with the bathwater because there are too many of us, our four, you know, mothers, four parents who have had great ideas and have seen real success, right, that we can capitalize on. And and now's the time to remember and learn our histories, right? Because there's a lot there for us to utilize and to capitalize on. And isn't that the reason why we are seeing the onslaught of legislation that is attacking this community, that is attacking education, that is attacking curriculum, because now is the time for us to understand our history, understand that while there is a newness to this moment, right, because we are dealing with layered and extensive and fraught crises, that the struggle is not new, right? What we are struggling against And its connection, right, climate change, economic crisis, racial injustice, transphobia and homophobia, anti-Semitism, all of those things are not new things. It's just the fact that we are in this literal perfect storm. And so, you know, is that why we're seeing these attacks? Because I'll tell you, Kiara, that I wrote something the other day and I said, the problem is we got too free. That's the problem is that we now have generations of young people that are questioning the lies and the systems that they have been born into. Mm -hmm. They are questioning the gender binary. They are questioning capitalism. They are questioning, right? Uh, patriarchy. They are questioning the calls around the lack of bodily autonomy. They are questioning these things. And dare I say, becoming woke to these things. And that's why we are seeing this vicious, evil, yes, immoral pushback. I think that's absolutely right. I mean, I, I will never forget my I'm going to take it all the way to, to birthing. Um, my doula, who was a badass Black woman, said to me, when you feel the worst pain, that's when you are making the most progress. Mm. That's that's how you know, right? You are almost there. And, and, and that feels so real mm. for us in a in a movement context right now. I think that our opposition is coming so hard for exactly the reason you said. We are making too much progress. That the light is shining too bright at the end of that tunnel. And so the only thing they can do is to create narratives that strip us of our humanity make people afraid. You you got to make people fear us to try to gain any traction. And you know, there there have been casualties, right? That that's undeniable and there will be more casualties. We're seeing it across the country. Um and we're already winning. We're going to win. This is exactly the reason we have to push harder. We have to make deeper connections. We have to invest even more in our communities, um, engage our elders and young people in this fight in an authentic way, because because it is. It, they're feeling the pressure. They're feeling the wins. 
um, and the power and, and, and that we're exhibiting. And that's my thing is that I want to remind people of this, right? And I love what your doula said. I love, I love that because I can envision it in this moment of we are in pain. So I want to acknowledge the fact that yes, right? Like our community, right? These layered and intersected communities that we are a part of are feeling the most pain, right? We are being forced to the brink of like our trauma, right? Of feeling and living in fear, living, looking behind our, you know, looking over our shoulders, wondering whether or not we're going to lose our jobs, wondering whether or not we're going to lose our homes, right? Mm -hmm. What else is DeSantis going to throw out? Every time my fucking phone dings, it's some other piece of legislation that they're attacking, you know, just right before it's now periods. So not only, right? Not only are people with uteruses you losing yep. the ability to decide when, how, and if they want to have a child, but now we have legislation in the state of Florida that is about to muzzle young girls in school, muzzle their teachers, muzzle the administration from even being able to talk about menstruation. Like what? Right. In the entirety. Yeah. What in the back to the future? What? <laughs> I just, you know what I'm saying? I, so when you see that, because Kira, you come out of the abortion movement, you come out of the reproductive movement as well. And you see these things are so intertwined. Mm -hmm. What does coordinated fight back look like? You know, our allies um, and friends at the state and local level have been um, saying this for a long time, the need to think locally, right, and act globally has been ever present. Um, and it's even more important now, I think, in addition to like thinking about how we're coordinating across movements or across issues or across constituencies, We've also got to think about how we're coordinating cross borders, right? Mm -hmm. We got to be thinking about how does what we do at the local level help give us an edge up in, in the in the change we're trying to make at the state level, and you know the change we're trying to make at the state level, federal level, and then vice versa, right? In the other direction, these these things are ever connected and. I mean, that's another way we have to think differently, right? Like we don't have the luxury of only thinking about federal policy. We don't have the luxury of only thinking about the state legislature. We've got to be thinking about city policies, right? We've got to be thinking about school board. And again, we each one of us can't do all of those things, but right. how are we connecting to various tables, right? So that we can be on a more coordinated front, and we're and and if we can't align in 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 entire in an entire right strategic way, how can we work together not to do harm right along the way? Me. Focus Features presents Back to Black. I want people to hear my voice and just forget their troubles. Experience the music and her story. Know this. I ain't no Spice Girl. Like never before. That's my daughter. That's my Amy. On the big screen. I want to be remembered. 
could just be a me. Amy Winehouse, Back to Black, directed by Sam Taylor Johnson. Rated R, under 17, not a minute without parent. Only in theaters May 17th. This is it, your moment. This is your time to make your comeback with Purdue Global. When you come back with a Purdue Global degree, you create opportunity for yourself, your family, and your future. It's a degree you can be proud of, a degree that employers will trust and respect. Purdue Global offers working adults like you over 175 flexible degree programs to meet your specific career goals. These include associate, bachelor's, master's, and doctoral degrees and certificates. Purdue Global degree programs range from nursing to business to communication and more. Whatever your interest, we have the degree that will move you forward. You have the knowledge. You have the experience. Now it's time to get credit for the work you've done and earn the recognition you deserve with Purdue Global. Purdue's online university for working adults. You know you're worth it. We do too. So don't wait another second to get the degree that will take your career to the next level. Start your comeback today at purdueglobal.edu. If a new house is on your wish list in the next five years, grow your savings faster and experience your dreams with an Ohio Homebuyer Plus account from Kemba Financial Credit Union, a savings account specifically designed to save for a new home where you can earn 7% APY, a $500 matching bonus, and a $1,500 mortgage closing cost credit. Learn more at Kemba.org. Offer expires March 31st, 2025. APY equals annual percentage yield. Restrictions apply. NMLS 292230. Equal housing lender. Federally insured by NCUA. I don't even know what doing no harm really looks like because you see what I feel like the right has always been better at is their coordinated attack because you see they have a similar end game. It is the destruction of equity, of justice, of freedom, right? Like that's their goal is a white Christo fascist country, Disneyland, right? Florida is their Petri dish for that. And we're seeing what that looks like. It looks like criminalizing people who transport undocumented people, whether that be a family member or a colleague. Mm -hmm. It looks like no bodily autonomy. It looks like no conversation around bodily autonomy. It looks like targeting the press, targeting trans people. You know, it looks like a police state, right? But when we look at these separate movements, Do you think that we talk enough about what freedom looks like to all of us? Do you think that we have a conversation about freedom, about love, about, you know, our collective and shared purpose? Or are we too divergent in our thinking about what I got to do over here for repo rights, what I got to do over here for trans rights, what I got to do over here for black liberation, et cetera, et cetera? You know, uh, we just had our Creating Change conference a couple of weeks ago, and somebody said, one of the participants, you know, it's critical for us to be in our constituent-specific, right, groups, right, and configurations. But what's missing that we used to do better is come back together to share and learn and debate and, like, and, and, and create together. And I think that's that's the piece. I think we've got to carve out that space again to be right in community. However, right folks want to, you know, mobilize right within their constituency groups. But then like you were saying, how do we come back together so that all of the generative ideas, all of the strategies, all of the new found solutions 
right, there's a place for all of that to come back for us to chew on right together. I think, I think that's critical. But I, but I also would say, you know, I've heard folks say, you know, we need to take a, a piece out of, you know, a take a page out of the opposition's handbook. And I would, I argue that it's always been our handbook, right? Like when you look at the tactics they're using, they're ours. Like, Investing in young people's leadership, right? Like having a strategy to reach college students, um, community building, right? At the local and state level, engaging and organizing faith communities. That's not theirs, that's ours. (laughs) And so it's also like, how do we do less of getting sucked into what they're doing? Not that I'm saying we don't, we shouldn't be aware, right? We gotta be mindful. No, I get that, yes. But also, how do we invest in the strategies and tactics that have worked for us over the centuries, whether it was right to vote, desegregation, owning land? You know, there there are so many powerful transformational wins that progressive people have made along the way um, that... I think it's dangerous for us to like for, forget, right? That perspective is critical, especially in these times. I can remember learning about the civil rights movement when I was in high school. And I remember because it is pretty much what triggered my love of politics mm-hmm. and public service and wanting to be a part of the group of people that believed in the possibility of perfecting this union. Mm-hmm. And I remember thinking to myself and all throughout my career have thought to myself, who would I have been, right, in the 1950s, 1960s, 1970s? Mm. What would I have been doing, right? Because we all love to say that we would be, you know, we would have been this and that and like, blah, blah, blah. But there were people, there were black folks that were just trying to live, just trying to survive, right? That didn't want to put their body, their life, their anything on the line. And so here we are, fast forward. I'm not saying that it's the same, but I'm saying that there is a fight. We are at war, right? We didn't declare it, but it is happening and unfolding. Yeah. And I find myself recognizing that, oh, what would I have been doing? I would have been a voice. I would have used whatever platform I had whether I was writing in the, you know, the black newspaper, getting on, you know, black radio or doing whatever, like that is what I would have been doing is what I'm doing now. How do you answer that question? Do you feel like you are doing now what you would have done then? Oh my God, I love this question. Um, Dang, okay. <sighs> <laughs> So I don't know. What immediately came to mind, to be honest, was I see myself helping run the underground. Mm. So, Mm -hmm. you know, every Mm -hmm. movement, right, has had an underground, right? Whether moving underground information or moving people to seek the health care, right, the abortions they need or getting people from, you know, slaveholders to free land, right? Like I housing people, tracking, getting people to places. There's something about that that just feels, 
uh, that subversive, like, <laughs> like pulling yeah. the things up by the roots. Like you have no idea where I'm at, but it's, but that's, but that's the, I don't know. It makes me really excited. And now it's making me question what else I need to be doing <laughs> that I'm not doing right now, you know, less out front, but there, there are other things I could be doing behind the scenes that maybe few, fewer people know about. I mean, fair, you know, I, I think that, and I pose this question to you all that are listening right now, are you doing what it is that you believe that you would have been doing, right? Because this is our time. This is our generations from generation Z on up. This is our time and this is our moment. And Kiara, as I close out, I say this to you every time that, you know, I have the great pleasure of speaking with you and having you on the show it gives me great comfort at a time when there is not a lot that is comforting to know that you are at the helm of one of the LGBTQ plus organizations that are fighting for policy that is just, that is fighting for a world, for a country that is more just, where we are able as queer people to live fully in our skin. And so I just appreciate you and the work that you continue to do, the fight that you continue to have and wage, and just know that Woke AF and our audience is here for you whenever you call on us. Uh, I adore you. I love you. <laughs> I'm so grateful for your voice. Um, we need you now more than ever. And I'm so, so excited for you and all the things that you're doing, but I'm excited for us in a movement that has your voice on the air. Mwah. That is it for me today, dear friends on Woke AF. As always, power to the people and to all the people power. Get woke and stay woke as fuck. If a new house is on your wish list in the next five years, grow your savings faster and experience your dreams with an Ohio Homebuyer Plus account from Kemba Financial Credit Union, a savings account specifically designed to save for a new home where you can earn 7% APY, a $500 matching bonus, and a $1,500 mortgage closing cost credit. Learn more at Kemba.org. Offer expires March 31st, 2025. APY equals annual percentage yield. Restrictions apply. NMLS 292230. Equal housing lender. Federally insured by NCUA. Are you looking for the perfect move-in ready home this spring season? Now's the time to buy at Fisher Homes. For a limited time only, enjoy below market interest rates starting at 5.375% APR, 6.139% APR. With these exclusive lower rates, you can save hundreds on a move-in ready home and start enjoying the benefits of home ownership even faster. Schedule your personal tour with one of our new home specialists at fisherhomes.com and make this spring the season you find your perfect home sweet home. Financing provided by Victory Mortgage, LLC, NMLS 461249, Equal Housing Lender. We went from normal life, healthy child to acute lymphoblastic leukemia or B-cell ALL. The St. Jude team came up to get CJ via ambulance. Shortly after that, I noticed a rainbow. It meant that there was hope. We were driving into hope. To have hope is to have your child healthy. And we have that because of St. Jude. You can help kids fight childhood cancer. Please become a St. Jude Partner in Hope today by visiting musicgives.org.